the Get Naked Live podcast, where we are redefining the strong Black woman. I'm your host, Shirley Hubbard, and I am super excited to bring you intimately honest, sometimes uncomfortable, yet strangely funny conversations and real life stories on how emotionally draining being a strong Black woman can be. Each episode is designed to help you find the courage to embrace your emotional nakedness, define strength on your own terms, burn that superwoman cape because you know you are sick of wearing it, and learn to love life unmasked. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Get Naked Live, where we are redefining the strong Black woman. I'm your host, Shirley Hubbard. And as always, I have a dynamic guest in my virtual studio today. I have Miss Kayla Bowlware, who is going to be sharing her journey with alopecia. And I invited Kayla on because I know from personal experience that when we are not able to embrace our physical nakedness, it makes it a bit more challenging to embrace our emotional nakedness. So Kayla's going to be talking to us all about her journey with living with alopecia, how she shaved all her hair off and how she's an amazing, gorgeous baldy right now. So I'm super excited to have Kayla in the house today. She's bald, she's naked, she's free, and we like it like that. Hello, Kayla. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Shirley. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you. Thank you for that awesome introduction. I know, right? I'm good at stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> It was so great. <laughs> the whole time, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's great at her job. <laughs> yeah, but I'm so excited to have you on, Kayla. Kayla is actually the president of the Baldy Movement, and I'm going to let her introduce herself, tell you all about the movement and all about why she's a part of that movement. So Kayla, if you will, go ahead, tell us a little bit about yourself and then tell us what the Baldy Movement is all about. Okay. So yes, my name is Kayla Bulwer. I am a digital artist and philanthropist. A lot of my work deals with, well, well, pretty much showcasing the nakedness of women as far as the art that I do. On the philanthropy side, I work heavily with the Balding Movement. We are a nonprofit organization that empowers and supports bald women and children to love themselves more without the need of hair. So we do that through our workshops, our online campaigns, and our youth empowerment programs. So yeah, you know, spreading Baldy love everywhere to women who have autoimmune diseases and cancers and other uh, circumstances that cause hair loss, but also women who are bald by choice who, you know, looked in the mirror one day and decided, you know, this is not making me happy or Mm -hmm. I'm not happy. I need to be free. And, um, you know, they made that decision in their lives. And, um, you know, of course, we love and support all, all baldies around the world. So, yeah, that's that's the gist of what we do. Absolutely. And I love it. I actually found the baldy movement on Instagram. I don't even know how I came across it. It may have just been like some suggested profile. But when I looked at those images, I mean, there were so many beautiful women of all shades, like rocking their body. And I was like, I love this. And when I found it, I had been wanting to shave my hair for a couple of years. because okay. I, I was on some medication that was called, causing it to like 
be long in some spots and short in some spots, but I was always afraid to do it. And I finally got the courage to do it earlier this year. And so I didn't shave mine, but it's a super shortcut. I love it and I would not trade it for anything. So I think the important thing is that you said, well, one of the important things you mentioned was that some people are bought by choice because right. I mean, you don't you don't necessarily have to be, you know, living with an illness to be uncomfortable in your skin. So we're going to talk a lot about that. Kayla is amazing. She has a powerful story. So yeah, let's get right into it. Let's do it. All right. So again, we're all about redefining a strong black woman. We're all about embracing our emotional nakedness. So in our previous conversation, Kayla, you talked about how you were taught that hair was a major part of your beauty. And then, but now you're living with alopecia and you felt you lost your confidence. So tell us a little bit about that and what that experience was like for you. You know, everybody remembers like getting their hair brushed or like the, getting their ear burned with the hot comb. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everybody remembers that. And so those things, even though your mother or whoever was doing your hair at the time may not have said, you know, I'm doing this because this is important because this is how you're going to look pretty. I mean, it's just implied, you know, I mean, also, I was doing a wedding the other day and I, I witnessed that and I was saying to the child, I'm like, girl, I remember being there. Like she was just in so much pain. Mm-hmm. And the mom was saying, she was like, pain is beauty, pain is beauty. I know, I know wow. we've all heard that. So that's, that's what I mean when I say, you know, my mom taught me that hair was beautiful. And when I was a child, I had really long hair mm-hmm. and it was always permed and I felt really good. And then I started losing my hair around 14 when I got on birth control. After I got off of birth control, my hair was still falling out. It would not grow back. And my mother has scarring alopecia as well. So there is a hereditary component to that too. Mm -hmm. So I was losing my hair and I wear wigs and weaves and it just, the wigs and the weaves made it worse and worse. You know, that went on for 10 years, 10 years of spending a lot of money and a lot Mm -hmm. of time looking at myself in the mirror and trying to find solutions to a problem that really wasn't that serious. I was in long term relationships, you know, for up to five years and that person didn't even know about it. And um, it was, you know, my closest friends, my roommates, nobody knew except my mother. It was Mm -hmm. it was really like, you know, a deep, dark secret for me. One day I was just tired and also ashamed of what I allowed alopecia to take from my life. So Mm -hmm. I decided to take all of that back. And I, you know, went to the barber. And at first I was trying to, you know, disguise the bald parts with a design. Uh, But that was very high maintenance. I was going back to the barber every four days, spending money still. And I'm like, Kayla, you are not loving your naked self. You are... You're trying to dress yourself up for yourself, essentially. Right, right, And right. so I, you know, I cut it all off and that's the happiest. The, oh, wow. the, that's the best decision I've ever made in my entire so life. That, so how freeing was it? Like you, had, were you, it, before you even got to that point, what was it like emotionally from you going through the motions, nobody knowing that you're covering it up with weaves and wigs and, and all that stuff? What was it like for you emotionally hiding your truest natural self? What was that like? It's like a bad roommate that you have to live with and see every single day. Mm-hmm. Like you have to wake up and look at look in the mirror and see that that annoying roommate all over your head and say, like, How can I how can I get away from this? It's like how can I get away from this? How can I 
get over this mm-hmm. this thing, this person. And I say person because it's almost like it has a personality. It's constantly in your head. Mm-hmm. It's constantly convincing you not to let everyone know. Right. And um, you know, it it's it takes a toll on your heart. It takes a toll on your spirit. Like I've talked to women who have been dealing with this for going on 30 years. And I'm, I thinking about my experience, I'm like, that's, you're not being fair to yourself Mm -hmm. when you allow hair loss to take so much from who you are as a person. Yeah. You know, making that decision to just love my naked self, uh, everything, every single thing, every single aspect of my life, went completely in a different direction. Um, You know, I met my husband. I, my business got better. Um, Mm -hmm. I started new business ventures because I had this newfound confidence and I always had confidence in my work, but when you have, you could have confidence in your work and not have it in yourself. Yeah. It was the, it was the best decision I ever made in my life. So how, how did it feel once you were free from the burden of covering all of that up. How amazing was that feeling for you to just be free? I think about that and I, I'm still trying to find the word for it because I don't know that happy isn't, isn't the word. And, um, I feel like there is no word to describe that feeling. <laughs> and even when I, you know, I think about it and I'm just like, oh my, you know, you know, like when you go through things and then you get over it and you look back and you're mm-hmm. like, how, why did I allow myself to go through that? And mm-hmm. I think about that all the time. And that's why I do the work that I do. And I, you know, I meet women and I hope to be a beacon to women to take them out of that place. Mm-hmm. Because Absolutely. even I have a client now who just so happens to have had alopecia for going on 15 years. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't even say I use, I am that experience. So I bring that to right. everyone I meet or, you know, in all facets of the work that I do. Absolutely. So you mentioned um, when we were talking last week, you mentioned the black girl starter kit. And that just yes. like, that, like that really spoke to me. I was like, hmm. And you talked about, how that starter kit includes the the weave and and the wigs and all of that covering up stuff. Right. So let's talk about let's talk about that. Like, what is this black girl starter kit, and how often do you see us embracing that, trying to cover up who we really are? The black girl starter kit, I think. Well, at least in my experience maybe not in this generation, but a hot comb, definitely. One of those hard brushes so, Mm -hmm. you know, they could pull the edges really straight. (laughs) Definitely that. The hat that you wear under the dryer when you have to sit under there for Mm -hmm. like an hour and it's Mm -hmm. burning. Mm -hmm. That, that, the white tape so your edges will lay straight. That's in there. There's just so much stuff in there. And (laughs) even now, now it's good that they're, teaching girls to embrace their natural right, hair. Right. Absolutely. But when I was a kid, what natural hair? Natural hair was a headache for parents because mm-hmm. they didn't mm-hmm. want to deal with that. And then I just remember, you know, stuff like getting in trouble for complaining. I'm like, mm-hmm. it I was tender headed. It was so painful for me. Box braids definitely in the start in the black girl starter kit. And it's just things that, you know, at least in when I was growing up, things that all little black girls knew about from from the time they're babies you use those things until the time you're 
pretty much a teenager or do you ever stop using those things? I don't think you do. I don't think you do because my children, my children are, well, my oldest daughter is in her early thirties right now. And I can remember my mom doing a press and cone with her. And I remember as soon as she was old enough, Mm-hmm. I slapped a relaxer in her hair because yeah. I didn't want I didn't want to have to go through right. all of that. Like I just wanted it to be easy. Right. And so you know, and I'm glad we're talking about it. You know, as children, yes. as from the children perspective, because as we get older, those are things that we just carry around with us, and we okay. feel like if my hair is not this particular texture, if my hair is not this length, if my hair is not this, if my hair is not that, then. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not good enough. And so I'm sure you experienced some of that in your life as well. So for our listeners who may be going through that, and I want to make this abundantly clear, Kayla and I are not saying that what we're basically saying is that your hair does not define you. We're not knocking right. people who straighten their hair. We're not knocking people who have relaxers. We're not knocking right. any of that. If, you, if you're comfortable with, with that, then go for what you know. What we are saying is that Hair does not define you. It does not define your beauty. It does not define who you are at the core. So I want to talk a little bit more about that, Kayla. Let's talk about what really defines your beauty. What defines your beauty is the the person that you are, period. It has nothing to do with how you look Mm -hmm. at all. We've all had, well, I don't want to say we've all, but a lot of us have had experiences maybe like when we're in a relationship and the person is not a good candidate, I'll say, Mm -hmm. or not a good fit for you. It Mm -hmm. doesn't matter how attractive that person is. You do not want to be with that person. You don't even see that anymore because of who they are on the inside. Mm -hmm. That's what we focus on, you know, in our organization. We're actually, we're running a Walk With Confidence empowerment campaign right now, actually started yesterday. Mm -hmm. And that's what it, that's what it focuses on. Building your foundation as a woman so that you can be confident in the person that you are. And that translates to your beauty. Nothing else. It has nothing to do with how you look. That's what we all need to know and understand and teach to our young girls when we're doing our hair or when we're when we're doing whatever we're doing to our hair. Instead of making the process negative, talk to them through that experience about who they are as a young lady, what type mm-hmm. of lady they want to be, mm-hmm. you know, build positive relationships with that experience through that. Absolutely. And I'm glad you mentioned um, this perfect candidate when it comes to dating, because I want to talk a little bit bit about dating as a body, because again, Mm -hmm. for years, we've been so caught up in our outer appearance and that includes our hair. And we find ourselves fixing ourselves up for other people and not for ourselves. Like we can be so uncomfortable in Mm -hmm. the five inch heels. (laughs) We can be so uncomfortable in, in what are they called? The waist trainers. Like we're killing ourselves to, um, to portray this perfect image or this, this image that media has told us is perfect. And so when it comes to dating, what, what was, I know you say you, you found your, husband, you guys are in love, but what was it like dating as a baldy? Or what was it like dating when you hadn't gotten to that point where you were okay with alopecia and all of that? What was it like dating before that? Oh, what was it like dating before that? Mm -hmm. Very insecure. Mm -hmm. I kind of just didn't want to be alone. So I didn't expect much that. So I didn't expect much and I didn't get much. Mm -hmm. And and I, I, I guess I could say I didn't expect much of myself. 
mm-hmm. either because I was dealing with that. Mm-hmm. And um, so they were, all of my relationships were pretty much negative because of that. Wow. Um, but after that, you know, after you accept and love your naked self and you present that to people and you're a hundred percent sure with yourself. So when you present that to people, it's like, this is who this person is. And clearly they're not going to change. Like if this mm-hmm. person doesn't like wearing wigs, I, you know, they love themselves. So they don't even really waste time to approach you mm-hmm. because they can, they can read that from your energy and like mm-hmm. the way you walk and things like that. You know how like, if you're not feeling good about yourself, I mean, it projects in your body language. I Absolutely. Mean, you know? Absolutely. So if, if you are 100% confident with your naked self, that will project in the energy. And people, perspective candidates, they will see you and they will know like, okay, if I don't give her what she demands as far as a man mm-hmm. i i could tell she's not even really so it's not so, gonna work out so it basically it, it affected your your self-esteem your self-confidence all of that and so you mentioned like some of the common myths around being bald you said where men will not find you find you as attractive you also said that you will not feel as feminine as a bald woman i definitely want to talk about that Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I was talking to a lady a couple of weeks ago and I think I mentioned this to you on our other call. She had an illness and her hair is, you know, some of it has grown back, but it hasn't grown back like she wants it to grow back. And mm-hmm. so she's trying to decide whether or not she wants to shave it all off. And mm-hmm. I feel like a, a lot of women go through that. They feel like if I if I shave it off, if I, if I cut it low, then that's going to take away some of my feminine energy. So let's talk about that a little bit. Feminine energy is not how you look. It's how you feel. If you feel feminine, then you are feminine and you look feminine. I mean, that's just, it's, I, I have no hair. I -hmm. don't wear jewelry. I don't look like a man. I mean, I don't don't. know. It it has nothing to do with how you look. And I, I would suggest to that person that she definitely shaves her head for mm-hmm. herself so you mm-hmm. can know that you can love your naked self because right mm-hmm. now you don't you don't know if you could love your naked self you're afraid you think that the hair is making you the beautiful person that you mm-hmm. are when mm-hmm. it's not the hair it's you mm-hmm. on the inside so shave your head and look yourself in the mirror and say i deserve to love this person Absolutely. and love that person and then go out with your friends and get dressed however you get dressed and you will have a good time and people are going to look at you not because of your bald head but because of your feminine Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So and, rock your bald. Yes. Rock your bald, girl. Go ahead and do it. Please do <laughs> it. It's going to be the best decision you'll make and don't worry about dating. Dating is easier. Why? Because you don't get approached by people who aren't serious. And oh. and you don't and you don't get approached by people who are not confident in themselves. Mm-hmm. Only a confident man is going to date a bald woman. If you are a man who is concerned about looks and this and that, you're not going to feel confident with this person. Absolutely, I totally agree with that. It ta- it takes, a, and I hate to say, real man, but it does. Right. It, it takes a real man to date a woman who is confident enough to rock her natural state, her natural nakedness. So I, I absolutely love that. And and when Kayla says she does not look like a man, y'all can hop over to her Facebook page and see all of her Please gorgeous do. pictures, honey, because she, she is 
absolutely gorgeous. I mean, Thank you every, so much. every piece of her smooth, dark chocolate skin, yes. smooth, dark chocolate head. I mean, the girl is gorgeous. So it does not take away from your femininity. You are still going to be gorgeous with or without hair. And that is the message that we are trying to bring home right now, that it doesn't matter what your outer appearance looks like. It does not change who you are on the inside. That's what we want our women to know. That's what we want our girls to know. It does not change who you are on the inside. Right, Kayla? Absolutely. 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 And Baldies, please hit me up. Please, I I need... I need you in my life, Baldies. And um, <laughs> seriously. And you know what? After I went bald, I started just running into bald women. And it's like at the at the right time that you need to see it, it happens. Mm-hmm. It comes into, just like you said, like you were going through something and you just happened to see the bald move on Instagram. That's how, I, that's actually how I got introduced to them as well. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, if you're a bald woman or you, if you're struggling with hair loss, just know like Shirley said, hair does not define you. And that was actually our slogan for our fundraiser last year. And it's funny that you said that, um, you know, hair does not define you. Nothing, anything physical does not define you. Absolutely. 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 It, it absolutely. And I think as women, and it's because of the media. Let's just be real. It is. <laughs> it's it because really of is. the media. Because when you pick up a magazine, you see these super slim women. You see, yeah. you know, constantly made up, like, and everything just appears to be perfect. So we're fighting mm-hmm. to get that because society has told us that that's what beauty looks like. But I cannot drill this in enough. It's that beauty has nothing to do with your outer appearance. It has everything to do with how you feel on the inside. So Kayla, how can we get to that point? Like, I know you said you looked in the mirror and you were just like, I'm fed up. I don't want to do this anymore. But what about the women who have not quite got to that point? They're still struggling with that. What would be your advice and your suggestion for them? How can they get to a point where they say, I'm tired of hiding? The first thing you have to do is face your fears. Mm-hmm. Face so some some people have, you know, traumatic events and experiences related to their hair loss. Like maybe mm-hmm. they had cancer or mm-hmm. you know, I know a lot of people who were bald since they were a child and you know their parents didn't really take them through that process the right way. Mm-hmm. Um so there's, you know, some resentment there. But whatever it is, you have to confront that. What is the underlying reason why you mm-hmm. are not loving yourself? Mm-hmm. And that's that's a hard thing to think about and to dive into. But if you do not dive into that and solve it, solve it whatever it is. Fix that relationship in your life. Forgive whoever that person is that hurt you. If there's pain lying underneath there, you have to address it and heal from it and forgive yourself too for, you know, whatever you feel like you need to. But until you address those problems and fix those things, you're you're not going to be you're not going to be happy in your life. Absolutely. I totally, I 100% agree with that. And that that goes with anything, not just your hair. And I think you mentioned that too, Kayla. It goes with the size and the shape that you are. Like we, we, just, we just have to get to, to a point where, you know, this is who I am. 
And we have to begin to love on our naked selves, our physical mm-hmm. nakedness, so that yeah. we can love on ourselves emotionally. So, Kayla, do you have a, do you have like a daily routine that you go through to to remind yourself of just how beautiful you are on the inside? What What do you do every day to keep you in that space? To be honest, relax. I relax and I I do something that uh, is soothing to me. That could be just sitting down. That could be taking a break. Um, it's definitely not being on my phone. It's definitely not checking emails. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we live in such a hustle bustle world and it kind of prevents us from even thinking about ourselves or, mm-hmm. or even just being in a a calm state of mind. And I think people will be surprised in what being in a calm state of mind will do for your life. That's why people are into, you know, the whole meditation and yoga Mm -hmm. and things like that. It's just keeping a calm state of mind and also being patient with yourself and your process and understanding that loving yourself is a journey. Some days you're going to wake up and not feel as happy or as beautiful or whatever. But that goes back to doing what I said before is just confronting those things, getting through it and getting over it. So yeah, that's pretty much the mindset that I keep. It's not really a routine that I do, but Mm -hmm. it's just something that I try to remind myself of or catch myself, you know, when I'm not doing those things. And, and I love that because, you know, like we, we keep saying this, you, you just got to get to a point where you, where you love yourself. And I was reading your, your, uh, your article on, is it Z Nicole? I can't, or. Oh, XO Nicole. Yeah. XO Nicole. Yeah. So I was reading, I was reading your article on there and you mentioned where you had spoken with, with someone who told you to just jump off the cliff and embrace yeah. your, your, your baldness, like embrace who you are. Right. And so, and I think, you know, we, we talked where you talked about, you know, what is it that you're afraid of? Sometimes right. you got, you just got to look fear straight in the face, look fear straight in the face and say yeah. no more, no more. I am not going to let you control me and deal with that, that underlying thing that's going. Absolutely. So what was it? How, what type of support system did you, did you have in place as you were going through this transition? Well, the first person I talked to, her name is Sienna Robinson. She's a DJ and uh, from North New Jersey. And she uh, was bald. I know her for being bald. She also has alopecia. She started developing alopecia after she had her son. And that also happens a lot, just mm-hmm. for your listeners to know. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to her and I, explained, I, you know, told her what I was going through. And, you know, she was just talking to me throughout the talking to me throughout this process. And um, before I cut my hair, when I was trying to convince myself to do it. Mm-hmm. And um, there was another person. Her name is Christmas, who was really a great support system to me as well. We actually she was the one who took me to her barber the first time I went to go get a cut. And, you know, I'll always, you know, be grateful to her mm-hmm. for that. And believe it or not, other than that, no one else really knew. I slowly started telling, you know, the friends around me, mm-hmm. slowly. But even then, it was only a, like, maybe like one or and two. And what were people. what were the reactions you got when you started telling people? They were just like, you should totally. They were it, for them. It was easy for them. It was like just cut it off. Like you're not happy, just cut mm-hmm. it off. Mm-hmm. But you know, did you ever me, feel like they were going to judge you? 
my friends. I don't know why. No, I didn't. And that's, you know what, that's funny that you have me thinking about that because I, I don't think my friends would have judged me. And I'm thinking like, why did I not tell them sooner? Right. Like, why was I hiding right. from my friends and my roommates? And stuff? I have no, yeah, I, I, it's so strange. And that's why I ask, because a lot of time we have these preconceived ideas in our head that our friends and our family are thinking one way and they, they're not. They just want us right. to be happy. Exactly. It's just, you, that's what fear can do to you. Mm-hmm. Fear can take a lot away from you. Mm-hmm. It can be fear and lack of self-confidence can make you think things about your loved ones. Like it can mm-hmm. make you think that they won't support you. Mm-hmm. It, it'll make you forget about all the other things that they supported you through. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's, that's profound that you are making me dive into that right now. I don't know why I didn't trust my friends. To- because it's like you just said, fear, like fear, girl, it is such a powerful demon. It is. You know, it really is a you, you just, you, you have to step past all that stuff. And, and I do want to be clear again, like we're not judging because I've been in that position. And I and, and sometimes I go there now where I'm not comfortable in my own skin. So Kayla and yeah. I are not we're definitely not judging. We're just, you know, pointing out how challenging and how our our, our inner thought sometimes consume us and people yes. aren't even thinking the things that we think they're thinking. And yes. if we would just have the difficult conversation, we could free ourselves from all of this junk that we have and all this chatter that's going on in our heads. Absolutely. So, so we're, we're definitely not judging by any means. So, but anyway, so Kayla, I want to talk about your husband. Okay. Let's talk about my husband. <laughs> let's yes. talk about your husband because we talked about dating. We talked about how you thought date. Uh, one of the myths is that dating gets harder, but you said when you shaved your head, right. you, you found your husband. Absolutely. And so, and that 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 story is funny. So he was with um, a media company who wanted to do an interview on my story. You know, um, you know my speaking with alopecia and things like that. Mm-hmm. It was the first time that I was on camera since shaving my head. It was the first opportunity I got to talk about it on camera. Mm-hmm. And so he just happened to be there. And long story short. That was the first day of our relationship. It felt like, I mean, it was, and you know, it was, it was kind of funny how our first time meeting was my first time presenting my naked self to the world. Cause what Mm. we did, it was, uh, it was just like a one minute short documentary about my story, Uh, Mm -hmm. but we both used it um, to publicize our businesses or whatever like that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow. So this is the first kind of presentation I have to tell everybody what's been going on. And he was the facilitator of that momentous uh, thing in my life. And, um, it, it was just, yeah, I, that, that story is a little longer, but yeah, ladies, like if you want to find your husband, um, I'm not telling you have to cut your hair right. to, to <laughs> the husband, but what I'm saying is you have to love your naked self Absolutely. unconditionally Absolutely. or else how can you expect to find someone who will love your naked self unconditionally if you don't love it yourself unconditionally mm-hmm. and if you don't present that in your daily lives. Absolutely. I, I love that because you do, like for me, I've been 
playing with this idea of naked meditation because I'm older now. My, my, my body doesn't look like it used to look. So I find mm-hmm. myself being a little self-conscious about my body. So I had another guest on that talked about naked meditation. I was like, oh, I should try that because I feel like if you can ever get to the point where you can look at your physical body naked in the mirror and love mm-hmm. what you see, mm-hmm. girl, can you imagine the freedom that right. comes with that? Right. Like, seriously, can you imagine the freedom that comes with that? And then I, I just love how you said when I finally, in my words, when I finally okay. came into my natural self and learned to love my nakedness, the God, the universe brought my husband to me. Because you have to learn to love yourself first before you can learn to love anybody else. Yeah. Anybody else. And believe it or not, the energy that you give off, like you said earlier, men pick up on that. You know, your your friends pick your friends pick up on that. So you begin to attract the energy that you're giving that you're giving out. So that's why a lot of times we end up in dysfunctional relationships. Correct. We're we're not loving on ourselves like we need to. Yeah, girl, that's a whole other interview, though. <laughs> it is. And I, you know what? That's funny that you said that because I was going to say something and I'm like, let me not because that's a whole nother. Yeah, that, that's, that's a whole. But, yeah, but, you, but, but if you want to plug it, you can. But yeah, that, that girl. Yeah, that's a whole other interview. It really is. <laughs> but yeah, so this has been so good, Kayla. I'm so glad that you Absolutely. came on. I know that people are going to want to be tremendously blessed by your testimony because because women are struggling with their physical appearances and absolutely I mean in every area like the society that we live in people are constantly telling us this is how we should look this is how we should feel this Mm -hmm. is how we dress they want to tell us how to do it but you gotta be you gotta be okay with yourself you have to be okay with yourself from the inside out and that is what makes for a life life of love joy peace and happiness, and above all, freedom. I'm all about being free, girl. I am all about being free, all about that. So before we get ready to get out of here, what are some parting words that you would like to leave with our listeners today? Parting words, I would say beauty does not define you, whether you're dealing with hair loss or not. That goes for every woman and every man in this world. I would say don't let social media be the standard for your life. Don't mm-hmm. don't stay on social media so long. You'll be surprised at how you feel about how much better you feel about yourself when you're not looking at, mm-hmm. like you said, what they want you to look like, mm-hmm. what they want you to dress like. Have your own standard for your own life and live that and believe that and trust that. And Absolutely. um for the Baldies, please connect with us at the Baldy Movement. If you are, you know, looking for somebody to talk to and, and uh, someone personally, please reach out to me. My Instagram is just my name, Kayla Bowyer. What else? Oh, for the Baldies who are in Atlanta or in the South, or if you're not, I'm from New Jersey and I'm going out there. Our Walk with Confidence is happening on September 14th in Atlanta, Georgia. Come out and Show your bald head, girl. Just show it. Just do it. <laughs> Just come out to Atlanta and show it with us. We're all going to be out there. We're all going to be bald. It's going to be great. Oh, also, if you have a little baldy or know a little baldy, that's a child under 16 who is experiencing hair loss, please go to thebaldymovement.org and sign them up for a Spread a Little Baldy Love packages. We eat, we mail gifts of love and confidence to bald children worldwide. So, you know, they just have, they have a book featuring a bald child, which is very important. So they, they need to see themselves in these characters um, and, you know, some other baldy goodies that'll help them feel good. So 
Absolutely. Uh, yes, all these around the world, show your naked self, please. It'll be the best decision you ever made in your entire life, I promise you. The Walk with Confidence. You said it's, it's September 14th, you said? It's September 14th in Atlanta, Georgia. If you want to register for the event, please go to thebaldymovement.org and get you a t-shirt. Also, all proceeds. Um, oh, it's September 15th. The Walk with Confidence is September 15th. Um, on the Atlanta Beltline in Atlanta, Georgia, um, we're going to be encouraging bald women and children to walk throughout their daily lives confidently without the need of hair. You can register today. It's going to be awesome. And, and is, there, is it free registration, Kayla? The registration is $40, but all proceeds are going towards the Spread a Little Baldy Love campaign. Okay. Um, so this year, we're going to be sending out a thousand of those packages. So um, all of our fundraisers and donations are going towards that effort this year. Awesome. Amazing. And we'll have all of Kayla's information listed in the show notes of this episode. So if you happen to miss everything, I'm sorry, anything that she said, don't fret. You can hop over to GetNakedLive.com on our podcast page. You'll see her name and her gorgeous picture. You just click on that and it'll have all of her information about the Baldy movement, about the Walk for Confidence, all of that good stuff. And I def- for, for the Baldies, like she said, I definitely want you to reach out to her because sometimes you just need somebody in your corner to say, hey, it's okay. Hey, it's okay. You can do this, whatever this is for you. So right. definitely, definitely reach out to her. I know she's the president. Nail. Nell her Coleman, resume. she's yeah. the founder. She's um, the you founder. can reach out to her at Amabaldi on Instagram. She's great. Absolutely. Too. And she's gorgeous too. There are just look, if y'all haven't just check out that Instagram <laughs> page. Like seriously, check out that Instagram page. There are so many gorgeous women on yeah. there. And it's not even about their the skin that they're in. It's more about the confidence right. and the freedom that they exude. And you can just right. see that in the images. So take look at that page like for real for real check it out yes definitely check it out all right Kayla we are going to get ready to get out of here again we're going to have all of Kayla's information listed in the show notes of this episode I am super excited about releasing this episode yes it's going to be amazing it's going to be so amazing so Kayla thank you again for being here thank Thank you for having me yeah thank you for accepting my invitation thank you for being a baldy thank you for being naked thank you for being free Thank you. And I just want to say, you know, you, you do an amazing job on the show and the work that you do is so important. And, you know, it's so important for black women just to hear and put on in the morning as they're, you know, getting this, uh, getting ready for work or on Mm -hmm. the drive when you need something positive to listen to something that makes you feel good. This show is definitely incredible and, you know, really important to all of our collective missions of empowering and supporting women. So um, thank you so much for what you do as well. Thank you for the kind words. I appreciate that. All right, guys, we are going to get ready to get out of here. Thank you guys for tuning in. I want to give a special shout out to all of my listeners who download these these episodes, who subscribe to the podcast. You guys, I'm telling y'all, we have been on since June and you guys are really holding me down. And I really, really appreciate that because we are all about helping and encouraging and empowering our women. So thank you guys for tuning in. I would love to know who you are. So hop over to our Facebook page and say, hey, introduce yourself. All right, guys, we are out of here. Can't
Woman. Woman.